0: They have a legit, like, I guess wide open. Yeah, <laughs> And like, they don't even be on the mic, bro. They have it wide open. And they would be talking. Bro. They be walking away. They be moving it. Yeah. I think that's what it is.
1: Sit closer. Sit closer. They do got yeah. hella mics, though.
0: Yeah. But they got, the, they got the the real joints, bro. We still want to come up.
1: Yeah, we want to come up, bro. We want to We want to up and up. We did, we upgraded upgrade it, though. <laughs> Yo, welcome to another episode of Helping Homies Win the Podcast. Tools for lifting
0: a generation. I am Antonio J. Bell. It's your boy T-Ross
1: in the building. Boy, I'm feeling so good, brother. You bro, gotta ask me good, how I'm feeling, dog. G. I ain't gotta ask you. You gotta ask me, bro, you know, Hey, bro, how you feeling, bro? I'm gonna tell you straight <laughs> up, dog. <bro. laughs> <Bro, laughs> I'm feeling great. Bro, you feeling great, bro? You were feeling great 20 minutes ago. I, I don't think this is gonna sound crazy. I can't. I couldn't wait to bust this podcast equipment out, brother. <laughs> <laughs> bro, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I imagine, dog, one day in the future, bro, <laughs> when I get home with my wife. I'm like, I can't wait. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like on wedding night, boy. <laughs> Just pop up, be like, nah, I don't care. Bro, what imagine, hey, imagine, hey, imagine you stop got the limo right here. We're we running.
0: Bro, imagine you got married, and the first thing you had to do was like record about it, and you are like, baby, I'll be up there about <laughs> an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get this episode in the moment. I just want to remember how I feel just today. Remember
1: how this feels. You got to document <laughs> it. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, brother, because everybody else wants to take selfies and pictures in the moment yeah. to capture it. Why can't we just hop on a podcast and record a moment? You know bro, what I'm saying? Hey, you
0: know what I thought about though today, though, what? it's crazy. Is when well, we're gone, bro. Like gone from this earth. Yeah, it's crazy. I know a lot of the homies, uh, like my, my friend friends, like beyond me. because I talk about death a lot, so I'm just not scared no more. But when well, we're not here They're anymore, bro, scared. you know that people are going to be able to go back and listen to us and have conversation with us via podcast. Yeah, like I, I want to make one, and I still may make one uh, specifically for Maddie. But the idea that people are going to go back and that we can go back 20 years from now, and these are like time capsules. Man,
1: that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I think that's funny because in the rooms I've been in recently people have been been making mention of the podcast more and more. Mm. People who I don't know. And and a part of me is interested in who all is listening that I don't know is listening. And it's great when I come into spaces and finding out because even if it's someone that I don't really know that well, I'm aware at this point that they know a lot more about me than I even have shared with them. And that's kind of weird. But I appreciate it. So I don't say weird in the sense of, like that's strange. Don't do that. It's more of a weird, like something to get used to, because we're putting out such content that we're gonna naturally have more conversation with people who just want to discuss life and yeah. topics and situations. Because we're putting ourselves out there as as thought leaders. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thought. I mean, let me pronounce thought. <laughs> thought leaders. We're not. Le- we're not. Listen. Yeah. This ain't that type of show. <laughs> we are thought leaders. Like we 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 are thought Provocative on the provocative right I don't know if that's the word that almost sound like some perverted stuff so I really don't want to <laughs> say it but i i think I think I think y'all feel where I'm going with this yeah. right but yeah man so that's, that's just to have a podcast bro is so beautiful and I feel like I found my joy again right now do you, you
0: feel me do you. so tell me tell I'm me about excited, the process, bro what got you to this moment this feeling right here bro we was in the woods you ain't been on this vibe this whole week
1: I haven't been on this vibe the whole week damn the bro just called me out man i, re- I received that <laughs> I received that, but I'm glad we had a
0: conversation to prep me for that. You know, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Yeah. When you came in last night, I was like, damn, I should ask him how that went. Nah, he don't feel like talking. I'm gonna leave him alone, just see if he bring it up. Nah, nah, he ain't, he ain't gonna bring, okay, <laughs> right. Well, i just, i get with him later about it, so I know he probably been talking about it, he just probably yeah, tired. Yeah, oh, he sleep. yeah. He oh, he's asleep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's sleep. oh, he's asleep, yeah. <laughs> I was out.
1: I was out. Um, Man, that's a great question, bro. It's like I'm in the space right now of of trying to make it make sense big picture. But what it is is that I'm learning, and I think I mentioned this on another episode, about myself and literally within the last three months, I've come to learn so much about myself and how I handle pressure. Okay. I work really well under pressure, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm a procrastinator. I'm a professional procrastinator. And... Even under pressure, I produce great work, Mm. not excellent work, but great, better than good, thought provoked. You know, it's it's something that I feel as though I've gotten used to. But I'm at a place now where I'm realizing. That I deal with anxiety, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I deal with anxiety so much that it has an impact on my overall emotions. And mood. And I don't think I've ever had to be as in tune with my emotions and my mood as I have since I started school. Mm. Grad school has forced me to be aware of my development, be aware of my feelings, of my inclinations, of the things, my biases. I really say biases, but in class they say biases, so now I feel like i got to say biases. (laughs) But my biases and... I'm just more keen or I'm more aware of just life as it happens. And I've been recognizing that even my energy at work, um, just in life in general, is a lot more monotone. I'm doing a lot more, like, reflection and thinking, but I feel as though my my overall approach to life is a lot more, like, it's on the decline. Like my energy is has more of a negative feel to it. Like don't mess with me today, because mm. I'm I'm not I'm not wanting to give into the fakeness of the things that think, the things that I feel like people are putting out when they're putting on. Oh hey how's it going? And I know they aren't really interested. Or you know someone's operating from a place of privilege and marginalizing another group. Like I'm becoming a lot more intolerant of it. I feel immediately, when like in first interactions. But I feel as though I'm dealing with a lot as far as pressure and processing that as you mentioned to me in the whip and our conversation what we came to just in our conversation is like this exhaustion yeah you know and when we kind of touched on it a little bit of just having these emotions that precede us like you and you said it perfectly it's like coming down with a cold yeah not knowing that I'm dealing with anxiety until I've already been dealing with it for a little while. And I look back like, damn, something's shifted. Yeah. So that, I guess more or less, that's something I'm coming into about myself in my own awareness of Tarek.
0: It's crazy. I was talking to my homegirl today. um, One of my really, really, really close friends. um, Definitely going to be a guest um, to the podcast, but she was telling me how, you know, she struggles, and she deals with uh, depression, and she had made mention of, she said her doctor diagnosed her with it or whatnot, and that, you know, he prescribed her medicines, but she was really rocking with the medicine, so she didn't want to take them, and she said, well, if he could prescribe medicine for it, it's something that can be cured by itself, too. She's very holistic and things of that nature, right? Oh, wow. <coughs> but... Um, The thought I share with her and the thought that, you know, is is consistent within myself is the idea that for some of us, depression, anxiety, and, you know, a lot of other mental and emotional conditions are those of which are like diseases, right? Yes. So they are something that can't be just like fixed with a pill or just fixed, you know, with, you know, some magic occurrence or whatever, but that... um but that um yeah (laughs) but that um you got to live with them you know what i'm saying like something that you got to live with and you got to understand that this is something i struggle with and i've got to figure out a way to cope with it that's not a definitive end that word cope bro is
1: so perfect because it sounds like a process it sounds like awareness and learning yourself through whatever that disease is, right? Yeah. And it's it's powerful to even label it as a disease. There's there's someone I know that, you know, in having conversation would tell me I'm dealing with my sickness, bro. I'm dealing with my disease. And I was so confused as to what that was. And in growing that relationship, come to find out that disease that they were referring to was alcoholism. Mm. I've never heard alcoholism referred to as oh, a disease, Are bro. you kidding me? bro? I've I don't never know if you know this.
0: It. You know my dad is an alcoholic, right? Yeah. So my dad's been sober for 30, 31 years or something. He mm-hmm. about, it's about to be 32 for him. So I grew up going to the Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. Right. Right. You know, And that was one thing that's very consistent is that they have a disease, you know, and they they even after being sober refer to themselves as alcoholics. Right. Um, go ahead, cause I'm about to I'm about to take this in a completely different that's, direction. If I get to that, go ahead. That's powerful. Yeah,
1: I hear you. That's powerful, and 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 it makes me pause to recognize how serious our lives are. Yeah. How valuable our well-being truly is. Yeah. How valuable our commitments to ourselves are. Yeah. The other day, I had a photo shoot that I was shooting, and it was scheduled for a certain time. I reached out and asked, yo, can we push it back to two hours later? Because I'm going to be pressed for time if we keep it at the time that it currently is. It was set for ten. I asked if we push it back to twelve. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be pressed for time if it ends up being at ten. A part of me wanted to withhold why, and I wanted to hide what I was pushing the time back for. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to post about it. I didn't want to mention it. I didn't want it to come up in conversation. And what it was was I was working out that morning, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to have to rush my workout. Mm-hmm. And I had to realize in that moment, my reason for being embarrassed of sharing that I was going to be at the gym was because I felt as though the person that I'm shooting with wouldn't find my priority as important to them. Mm -hmm. So I'm allowing what I feel that person's priorities and what they deem to be important
0: to dictate what I deem
1: to be important. But I don't give a care what it is. If I've made a commitment to myself, I don't give bro, a care. Bro, this I like, don't give a care. Hey, you what know it when is. they put
0: Friday on, um, on BT? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you little mud muffin, <laughs> <laughs> with your old rusty self. <laughs> and then the, the lines don't really, don't really gel don't with really the mouse. Well, yeah,
1: it's funny because I felt like you saw me cuss, but my my, <laughs> my 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 vocal, my 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 words that came out weren't a cuss word. Like I literally felt that moment, bro. It was weird. I don't give a care what it is. <laughs> Man, I don't give a care. Man, but you I said- I don't give a care.
0: Bro, you drive care like you said the word you want. to say, go ahead, my I bad. I
1: did, I did, I did. came with all the power with it. Um, But my commitment to myself is more important. That commitment is important enough. Yeah. Because it's a commitment I've met with myself. I don't care if it's working out. I don't even care if it's, you know, every morning I, I made the decision that I'm going to read. Yeah. I don't care if it's every morning. I decide I'm going to pray at this time. If you're hitting me with anything and it interrupts my time to work out, yeah, I can't do it Yeah, because I'm working out at this time. Now, I can choose to be flexible, but this isn't a situation that's like oh, Tarek, we need you to travel across the country for this opportunity, X, Y, Z. Okay, that's different. I'm going to find a way to work out. I'm going to make it work because it's still a commitment. But in those moments where I have the flexibility, I need to ensure that I stick to my commitment, first Mm -hmm. and foremost, to myself. Right. Because it's not so much about the workout. It's more about the principle behind the commitment. Right. The discipline. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that was such a great lesson. I think this was like a week ago. And... I say that because when I speak about having this understanding of how important we are to ourselves, yeah, how important our well-being is, it has to be dealt with with that level of seriousness. Yeah. Having that something tenacity. that we say is a disease, disease, is anxiety, depression, alcoholism, whatever the thing is, we need to be able to handle that just as we would handle someone with a physical ailment right like the same thing we would i mean because that, that's still physical but yeah. because it's dealing with the mental aspect we, we 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 take away the
0: impact that it can have on us physically Bro, the mastery of love was talking about that right. when i was saying how you know if you knew somebody that had a um a, uh um, issue with their skin yes, if they had like these, these 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 the skin disease calluses whatever and you know they're very painful to touch you would mm-hmm. refrain from touching that person because you know that that you know they have this physical condition mm-hmm. you know and that if you can touch if you touch them you get sick too and they they were taking that and liking it to an emotional um sickness that we all have right and that we got to handle each other and ourselves with that that kind of care and you know what i'll share with you earlier bro is like one thing i found man like last week um i want to say on the episode before this i think you know i'm not sure the timeline in which we're posting but on one of the previous episodes i discussed um my me coming to l a for this callback that was the biggest that could be one of the biggest moments in my life, whatever the case is. Right. long story short, I didn't get it, right? So I kind of was prepared to be down, right? I just knew that I enjoy what I do so much and that you know I want to be a part of these projects so much that you know it's very likely that they're gonna affect me emotionally to some degree, and yeah. I've got to be prepared for that, and I've got to let myself have that moment and move forward, right so you gotta let
1: yourself have that moment
0: yeah and move forward yeah key yeah i have to right so in in that you know um i mean i had a rough day last week last thursday i had a rough day man and i decided to take some risks to set up my friday to make sure that my friday was a little bit better you know so one of the things i did was i emailed a uh, producer for a project we're waiting here what well, dare me uh project we're waiting we don't know if it's getting, going to series or not and i linked with her man and That was just a great lunch. I thought she might not do it because, you know, she may be afraid that I was going to press her about, you know, the, um, you know, whether we're going to series or not. But I really just wanted to like, you know, of course, I did want information, but I did want to catch up and see her and then, you know, catch up with another one of my castmates and, you know, just vibe out. And in doing that, you know, I had a very good audition before that and I had a very good lunch, you know, and that really just set up my day and my weekend to just be better. Right, because I took an active approach and I did something that was important to me, and that changed the energy around and within myself. Mm. Which then, you know, if you change the energy within yourself, you change the energy within your immediate environment. That right. environment changes, changes the energy within, you know, the world, your region, the world. Man, it's, I think I really believe that. So for yeah. me, you know, I recognize now that when I'm not feeling it, bro. <clears throat> for example, as an artist, right? If I got if I gotta go work as an actor, if I don't stretch if I don't do my vocal exercise, if I don't meditate, if I don't pray, if I don't eat, right? If I don't work out, all of that stuff is gonna show in my work. Yes. Because if I don't stretch, my body's gonna be stiff. If I don't do my vocal exercise, my voice is gonna be dry and hoarse and I won't have the full range that I should have. On stage, or on on screen, if I don't meditate, my mind's not going to be clear, and I may be anxious or still depressed, or I may be concerned with things that don't have to do with the moment. I got to right. live in the moment and, and 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 do my do my art. You know what I'm saying? So all of that stuff is symptomatic, and all of that stuff I have to be aware of. And if I want to change, you know what's going on, I've got to I've got to be in tune. You know, yeah. Kobe was saying that where, as he got older, you know he would tailor his stretches around what was going on. Like he spent, you know a few minutes before the game you know feeling you know what's pulling you know is my back tight today is my legs tight you know or my my legs still sore do I not have legs tonight so what do I need to do to get that going up you know I used to be able to get on the court when I was 18 but I'm not 18 anymore I'm 36 how do I get this going
1: yeah that's good gotta do the work yeah gotta do the work it's so funny I was talking to my students today and lately I've been feeling a bit stuck in a cycle when it comes to work yeah um, I, I give presentations all day so you think about your normal high school six to seven periods a day i'm giving the same presentation back to back to back to back to back mm. across 10 different high schools mm. and this is my third academic year doing that mm. so i'm in that season and because this is my third cycle wait you've been doing this for three years yeah it's my third cycle i didn't realize that that's crazy yeah, so i've been at the school mount Sac community college for two years but when I came in it was my first academic year last year was my second I'm starting my third academic year Um, so yeah man so this is my third round with the students and it's starting to feel a little redundant at certain times Uh. and it's making me feel like man like I need a change and I think part of that is because of the exhaustion that I've been experiencing and the anxiety Um, but I kind of just took this more chill approach and just speaking with my students today specifically at the continuation school. And it was just it, <coughs> it was just encouraging them. Like all my all my, my 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 presentations are very transparent and authentic, like I would say this podcast is. I don't have a set flow that focuses on the numbers and the things that you would think of someone that's talking about college. Right. I give a big picture approach, understanding to help the individual. Yeah, I don't look at students as numbers. I intentionally do not look at students as numbers. Um, I speak to them like I would speak to, you know, a family member, a loved one. You know what yeah. I mean? So that was one of the things I was saying is like, yo, <clears throat> you got to make an intentional effort. Yeah. You got to put in the work. You can't cut corners. You can't. Avoid the work because you don't want to work and think that success is just gonna happen by just kicking back and not choosing to make these decisions. You gotta make intentional decisions today for the type of success you want tomorrow. You know? So when you say you gotta put in the work to do your vocal exercises, to do your stretching, it's you gotta put in the work if you want to perform at top level. Right.
0: You know what I mean? I mean that's, that 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 sure, but even more importantly, if you just wanna have peace. Yeah.
1: But to me, I personally, when I hear that, I don't have peace if I'm not at that level I lack right. if I'm not doing what I need to do, my anxiety prevents me from having peace right, and my anxiety is produced because of the lack of i don't know I don't want to say structure but the lack of productivity in my life doing what I know needs to get done, yeah, I can kick back and feel and be lazy because I feel lazy, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna have anxiety. Mm. For taking that day and wasting it. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean I don't take my days to rest. But when I'm taking days to rest that aren't planned and aren't necessary, it has a negative impact on me. Mm-hmm. I got stuff to do. Yeah. But I'm going to wait until the very last minute until I can't make the decision to wait. Because now all I have is time to get whatever it is done. You know, I may have a week before a paper is due. But I'm taking all these days to rest and chill because I feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. And I wait till the night before to get that paper done. And now I have five hours and I need all five hours to get it done. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I have anxiety throughout those days because I know I'm negating a responsibility of mine. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm not taking care of business at the right. end of the day. So I don't have peace until I know I'm doing the things I need to do that I've been called to do that. Need to get done. Like, like, there's no other way to put it. Like, I have tasks that need to be carried out. And if I'm not carrying it out, I'm not, I'm not, I'm wasting time.
0: Yeah. What I'm learning for myself, dog, is like <clears throat> how important my creative environment is. Mm, it's funny. Mm, I was mm. watching my boy's uh, post. Uh, Chanel Trust. He's an a, a artist. Um, really dope um look him up on, on itunes you he's amazing yo him. he is dope. that
1: music is layered make you feel a type of way like the way music's bro, supposed to make down, you feel all of that
0: check him up check my guy out right so i was looking at his post man. i was looking at his studio bro and it's like it just reminded me of what all artists do especially musicians they make sure that their space that they're working in is feeding them you know where there's a lot of windows and natural light and they got plants around and it's just the vibe they set, maybe the lighting um maybe the aroma whatever the case is they they tailor their environment their creative environment their space to be conducive to their work right and what i'm learning for myself is how important it is to both monitor and manage the people around me man right because if i don't manage these relationships and you know if i don't monitor who i allow into my space then it can destroy everything I'm trying to build right. before I even build it. Right? You know what I'm saying? And I just think that that's just so imperative, man. because I think it's just we just get locked in, man. You talked about this before, man, a couple of weeks ago. I don't even think we did this on air yet, but you were talking about you're talking about dating, bro. Mm. Oh, I love this so much. You're talking about <laughs> dating, bro, and you likened it to um to cars in some way. Tell me about this example again, bro. I legit don't really Dang, remember it, bro. but you were, you were talking. Go ahead.
1: I hate when we have these conversations and then out on air, dog. Well, oh, air I hate go. it, bro. I, I remember exactly where I was. I don't remember what I was saying, though. You, but you, it was it was something about a responsibility or obligation. You just,
0: you're talking about responsibility and obligations in relationships, and you were saying, like, you know, like when you're dating, it's like you're test you're, driving the car. Mm-hmm. And, you, and I, I think you were just saying, like, you know, you, you're trying to see if you like it or not. Got you. Do you remember now? Got you. Got you.
1: Um, I think I remember the train of thought that produced that comment. I don't yeah. remember the comment, but I remember having a conversation about when we're dating, um, when we're when we're making the decision to date, we often get really sensitive to that other person as if we don't know what the realm of dating truly is about. Um, more or less it's it's like we're dating. In the process of dating, you're not boyfriend and girlfriend. So ideally, you're vetting to see if this person will be boyfriend or girlfriend material. Mm-hmm. But in that process of dating, you got to figure out who this person is, get a chance to know them. And then you're making a decision through the interactions and all of these different encounters whether or not this is someone that you want to be with. So basically, you're going to get a yes or a no. Right. But we get in situations and during the dating process, we get so sensitive to the other person's feelings and thoughts that we don't even give ourselves the opportunity to even say no. Yeah. We feel as though we either have to say yes or find a clever way to. Ghost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ghosting is a whole topic to talk about on another podcast, but it becomes one of two situations. And we never give ourselves the opportunity nor know how to set the tone to say, hey, from the beginning, I'm interested in dating you. And in the event that this doesn't work out, let's determine how we're going to communicate that with one another. Hey, I understand that in this process of dating, we may not decide that we're good for one another romantically, but we may just click as friends and that's okay. Yeah. We don't take the time to have that conversation and because of it when we find ourselves a month in, two months in, three months in, things get real messy mm-hmm. real quick. Lines get crossed, boundaries get overstepped, and I think that starts with the fact that we don't respect ourselves enough to protect ourselves from those environments from the beginning. From the beginning. From the beginning. But yeah. how many times do we have to go through these situations and deal with this mess to realize that we got to put some new things in place to change the outcome? of the situations that we ultimately want.
0: I I mean I I think I think some of us are just a little bit before, like further behind the game. You know, cuz you always hear the OGs or like the like the the homies that I know that like I don't know, they just figured it out mm-hmm. when it comes to their relationship to the opposite sex, right? I say opposite because these people have relations with the opposite sex, right. but they figured it out and they're like, "Yo, I'm just straight up with her." You know what I'm saying? I just let her know this is what it is. Yeah. I'm dealing with other people. You know what I mean? Yep. This is how I'm getting down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you either with it or you're not. That's real. Right. That's real. Now, I think that doesn't only apply to situations of, I guess, polygamy. Okay. But I do think that applies to situations that, you know, just even just your even your relationship with your friends. Yes. You know. One thing, bro, I am so firm and heavy on now. Like, if I'm dating a girl, I rem- well, actually, uh, I'll start over. When I used to uh, date, you know, I used to try to hide my female relationships because I know that women can at times, some women, uh, be jealous, you know, of other female relationships and skeptical of them, you know, um, and some rightfully so. So I would hide my female friendships to protect that woman's ego you mm-hmm. know so she's not jealous or she doesn't feel threatened right mm-hmm. and what i've noticed is in doing that it's, it's even more harmful because what i is when those women come around later or if i'm kicking with them later and i haven't been kicking with them from the get you know she hasn't been aware of it now it's a thing yeah you know because i've, I've you know what,
1: who, who is she where has she been where has she come from picture, how y'all cool from, what's yeah. going
0: on you know mm-hmm. what's the relationship because she don't know because i haven't right. i haven't involved her in that and one thing that I've implemented is I'm not hiding um, any of my homegirls, right. you know, from the person I'm I'm, I'm right. dating. You know, I'm just not doing it. I think one of the things because I, I I stay on Twitter. I love Twitter so much. <laughs>
1: Twitter is definitely my favorite social media platform as of late. Yeah. I was off Twitter and I got back on it, and I just love it. I love the words as opposed to the pictures and the videos. Yeah, yeah. I love content, but as a thought provocateur. <laughs>
0: Sure, I think that's what I said. <laughs>
1: um, it just it does something for me. Yeah, and I've seen a thread about that very thing. Oh, really? About if we're speaking about heterosexual relationship um, and heteronormative behaviors. <laughs> I'm getting this from <laughs> class. Um, we're speaking about that 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 same situation: males who are some you know someone's boyfriend having female friends and his girlfriend. You know, either wanting to cut off those relationships or be informed. So I think anyone naturally would say, I don't want you to cut off those friendships. I just need to be comfortable and be friends with them as well. And I think that's easier said than done. I think that that doesn't just require a level of context about who that one female friend is or who that particular female friend is. I think it comes back down to an awareness of self Mm. And a confidence and a respect of healthy friendships. Because when you have healthy friendships, then there's already an understanding that healthy friendships exist for your partner with men, of of people from either sex. Right. Right? Without that foundation, to me, that understanding of maybe that one or two or whoever many female friends there are. Is very situational mm. and it isn't a true understanding in that relationship. So I feel like that's a bit confusing. The thing that I want to say is this it's important to have an objective lens to begin with. Mm. You can't have a broken lens and try and put on it or try to see something that's correct. Right. Because the lens is going to alter whatever is correct through its brokenness. Right. The lens needs to be correct first in order to see the picture clearly. Because if your lens is broken, nothing you see. you talking is about gonna, the other person. I'm just in general, us as people,, yeah. we look at life through different perspectives, different lenses, right? But in that, we need to be able to see clearly, we have to have a clear understanding of ourselves, what we believe, what we stand right. for. We can't determine situations based off of soul input from the other person, right? We have to have a set of values and understanding of what we stand for. So when we go into a situation, we can already determine if this is something we're okay with. Yeah. And then have conversation based off of the foundation that you stand upon on your own Mm -hmm. without having foundation going into a situation looking to discover foundation and understanding of a particular situation is confusing.
0: Yeah. You can't reverse engineer that. You cannot reverse. You can't you can't get you know what I found is I can't be in a relationship for three or four years and then try to try to change what she's already used to in the way that I behave and get her to so, okay, to start from the beginning. Cause going I've been deep. excited. Okay. So, what I what I've noticed, man, is through the dating process, we all we all date with our representative, to quote, um, the break great down the representative, brother. Break listen, down the representative, brother. Listen, the break great down the philosopher, representative, Chris Rock. Um, Chris Rock said that, you know, you never date the person that you that you think you're dating. You're always dating their representative. The person that right? they sent. Ooh. Yeah, they send good. their representative and the representative is 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 shown with a filter. You know, yeah. it's almost like you're dating their Instagram handle, you know, to put it to in today's term. Wow. You know, so, so you're seeing the parts of them that they want to show you, the parts that they think that you're going to like. Yeah. And they're hiding their flaws. They're hiding their insecurities. They're hiding, you know, everything that is not appealing um, about them. And they're trying to be the man or the woman that you want them to be. And the problem, the issue with that is at some point man you know you get exhausted of of that character that you're putting on that you're portraying and you just want to be yourself and what happens is because you haven't been being yourself they think you changed up yeah and now you want them to get used to who you are you know when and kind of reverse engineered as opposed to just letting them know up front this is who i am yeah you know what i mean like my man my homegirl had a birthday uh, a couple weeks ago and um the girl that i was uh, talking to at the time got jealous you know she wasn't like pressed about it but she got jealous um jealous she jealous. got jealous of uh other posts you know what i'm saying because i you know because i just expressed my love for this person you know and how much i value them as a friend you know but it is so funny because i when i, I remember when i posted it dog like there was a piece of me that was like man i i i, sh- I wouldn't i shouldn't have sent this so i wouldn't normally send this because i don't want to make such and such uncomfortable or mm. I don't want to provoke, you know, or incite, whatever. But it's An like. issue, yeah. From the jump now, I'm doing that sort of thing because this is who I am, man. I'm not going to not tell my friend I love them because it's going to make you uncomfortable. Wow, yeah. Because you don't understand what my love means. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Love for me isn't this romantic thing that's dead. Yeah. Love for me is, you know, me genuinely loving your energy, me appreciating your friendship, me, you know, loving who you are as a person. Right, and I'm not going to neglect my other relationships because that's gonna make you uncomfortable. That's just not what I'm, I'm how I'm getting down these days.
1: I think we're so confused, bro,
0: huh? Because, as you're saying that, I thought,
1: I wonder if this person that you were dating would repost a meme that says. We need to tell our friends that we love them more.
0: Probably. You know, it's wild. Like, for example, dog, you would you were there, bro, when she was like, um Yes, I was. Yeah, she was <laughs> talking about man, like, so I was I was <laughs> we were out, man. we were all kicking it, yo. And we're having lunch. And um her home it was me, her homegirl, and her. And Tarek showed up later. So we're kicking it, you know, playing pool, having drinks, posted, And I am completely ignoring her friends, right? Because in my mind, if I show her friend any amount of attention, that attention can be misconstrued as me, you know, flirting with her. Mm-hmm. And it could be problematic for me later. And conversations, I just don't feel like happening. So I'm quiet. Together. <laughs> I'm reserved. I'm to <laughs> myself. You know, and I'm not my normal self. Right. Because I just don't want no no, no, uh, no, smoke. You know, and it's not until Terry gets there where I'm like, now I feel safe. You know, we can have a group conversation. We can all talk and joke. And I made mention of of that, you know, at the table. And the response was, oh man, I ain't tripping off that. Like, man, if you want to, you know, talk or flirt or whatever, they can you just do what you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. That was the response. You know, and then a week later, you know, I got this issue, you know, telling my homegirl that I love her. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Via Instagram post for the world to see. Cause I and that's just, you know. But the problem is, you know, again, we say what we what we think the other person wants to hear. Yeah. Right? Because it's cute. The representative is talking. Yeah, hey, I don't I don't I'm not the jealous type. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. You know, be honest with that. Let's have a conversation about it, and let's figure out, you know, yeah. where we're at as individuals from jump.
1: Right. You know, we from can't jump.
0: put on because if you do that, man, y'all gonna be having arguments about stuff. You be trying to get them to act how you need them to act from the jump. You yeah. know, because you yeah. didn't have your standard set.
1: That's that's good. You don't have your standard set, and then you end up having to work twice as hard to really get nowhere. Yeah. Because those habits of what you've allowed and what have already occurred have already been kind of established at that point they've been been established established. yeah Yeah. it's such a perfect word i love the word
0: established they've been established dog. that's good it's like you have a kid bro and it's like you've you've let the kid stay up yep till midnight their entire lives and they turn 15 and you're like all right i need you to go to bed by nine o'clock every night Er, what right but i've been staying up till midnight what are you talking about right that's not no no, 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 I, I'm, I'm, I live, <laughs> I'm under the impression I get to stay up till midnight and that's my bedtime. Mm-hmm. And you can't like, you can't change up like that. Right. You know, but I feel like it's just that, again, misunderstanding of what the process is, man. And we don't want to, we're, we, we're, we're so afraid of losing that person or losing those benefits that we don't want to be honest.
1: Yeah. And because we're so afraid of losing that person or uh, so fixated on what it is we think we want from that person, yeah. we allow so many things that we wouldn't otherwise allow Man. For the sake of what we want. Yeah. You know? And and I think that's the process. And and to touch on what we talked about earlier off air, is we allow or we excuse the red flags from early on. What'd you call it earlier? We collecting red flags. Yeah. Collecting red flags. And and essentially it's like we don't see them as signs. We're almost like Taking them and like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, I'll I'll let these slide. I'll let these go. But realistically, in any situation, those are all opportunities to set the tone before all the emotions and assumptions and all of those can be formed. You're letting the person know out the gate, yo, that's not okay with me. I think about the show Love Is. Or I think about the Red Table Talk with Will and Jada. I think about those moments where they're like... On Love Is, for example, the main character, Na- Nasir, Lassier, yeah. he's he's basically saying that you know Nuri, um, his girl, calls him Bae. Bae. Yeah. And He's like, "Yo, I don't like that." Yeah. The first time she said it, he told, she, he, the first time she said it, he told her he doesn't like it. Yeah. It was a little awkward in the moment, but she's like, "Okay, yeah. right?" She's open to it because she's understanding. And when she did it again, she caught herself. Yeah. He looked like, "Yo, you know." And another time she did it, he's like, "Yo, it's cool." In that moment, not not to continue in it, but like, you know, yeah. like I know you're catching yourself. It's good. Yeah. So now there's more grace yeah. and understanding yeah. as that person is learning how to deal with you. Yep. But if he allowed her to call him babe from beginning and a year in, he's like, you know what? I really hate when you call me babe.
0: The habit's already there.
1: It's already there. And it's a, what you mean you hate. So I've been doing it for this long. Now the person is offended mm-hmm. at what you are saying you don't you aren't okay with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I say early on we collect these red flags and those are opportunities for us to establish our boundaries, to establish what it is we want. But we have to first be aware of the things that we're okay with and the things that we want because otherwise we get trapped. We get trapped and we end up having to become complacent. To the, be, to the behavior and the interactions that we probably really are uncomfortable with. Yeah. And it gets exhausting. Yeah, it does. You know what I'm saying? It gets extremely exhausting to be in a situation where you're not being handled as you know you are mm-hmm. because you're having to deal with what your representative has established. Yeah. And ultimately, you're limiting yourself because you're more than your Instagram handle.
0: Dog, I'm at the point now, man, where where I understand that the next relationship that I really like built and 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 whatever that looks like, if I don't know if it's the current situation or if it's gonna be another situation or whatever it is, but whatever that is, it's gonna be really uncomfortable. Probably for both parties if we're doing it right. Yes. You know, I think about when you start a new job, mm-hmm. right? You know, when I first like Jersey Mike's for example, I first started, not even Jersey Mike's, a better example, when I worked at McCormick. You know. It was tough, man. It was a very tough adjustment because I wasn't used to that environment. So every time you hear, you say McCormick, I think of the season. McCormick, is, or McCormick, the season, or McCormick, is, no, McCormick Ambulance. Uh, yes. Uh, I was the EMT for many years, and I worked for McCormick Ambulance, and it was a big adjustment um, working in that, in that field, in that world. It's not a very conventional job, right? And It was very uncomfortable for a long time. I was very anxious for a long time about doing my job right because I'm dealing with people's lives. Right. Right? Literally. It wasn't fun getting used to that job. But once I got into the hang of it, I got to the swing after months, right? And my training set in, I was okay. But it was uncomfortable in the beginning. And I feel like relationships should be much of the same. Yeah. Right? It shouldn't be this fun, happy, you know, go lucky kind of thing in the beginning. You shouldn't be pressed. You guys shouldn't be arguing and stuff. But... It should be a little uncomfortable getting adjusted to who that person is, to that energy, to that essence.
1: Because you're joining in with someone. Not, yeah. not in the sense of what people think of marriage, but once again, like the, soul, the whole situation with Nuri and, 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 and Nasir. Nasir. Like, oh, okay, now I know. And you got to move forward and have to correct yourself. And I think that's the process of yeah. being uncomfortable. But you got to gotta be malleable. You got to be open to that. You got to be open to it.
0: If you're trying to work with that person. Right.
1: If right. you're trying to work with bro, if you're trying to work with that person, yeah. if you're trying to work with <laughs> that person, bro, yeah. that is so good. Yeah, that that sentence alone
0: needs to be broken down, dog. But I mean, it, it don't. It's 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 plain, bro. Like. It's, it's, it's what do you want? I, that, you know what? I, I, people ask. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't, you, it, 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 bro, that's all I'm, I'm saying sorry. right now, bro. My brain move. I feel like Maddie. Maddie be it's doing moving, that. Boy, Maddie it. be doing. I, I, I be asking it. Maddie a question. I be like. Uh Maddie, what you doing? Because she just can't get it. Her brain going too fast. That that's what I'm doing me, right that now. That reminds me of that last podcast <laughs> I did. I was
1: it with, hit with uh, Zachary, bro. <laughs> like Six minutes, 14
0: seconds or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm mad that you know the time stamp. So the idea, like what I ask people often when I, when I you know, if I'm ever talking to somebody about a relationship, man, my, my first question to them is, what do you want? I feel like what do you want is one of the most important questions that you can ask yourself in almost any situation. And when you're dating somebody, you got to ask yourself, what do you want? And not only do you ask the question, but you have to be honest with yourself as to what you want from them, right? If you can't be honest with anybody else in this world, you got to be able to look in the mirror and be honest with that person that you see across from you, right? In your thoughts, in your private place, you got to be honest. Do I want to have sex with this person? Do I want to be in a relationship with this person? Do I think this is a person I may want to marry? Is this a person I really want to build with and get to know? Mm-hmm. Is this a person that I I, really, I want to be friends with? But in this moment, you know, I may be lusting for them. Or I may want them. Whatever it is, and it may not always be clear. You may not exactly know what you want. You know what I mean? But you know, for that moment, you have to be able to d- d- to define it. Yeah. And you have to love yourself enough to then be honest with the other person as to what you want. And then be able to find a middle ground.
1: And tell them what you want. Right, yeah. When you said that, bro, I thought the first question was ask them what they want. I thought that was so profound. No. I thought that was so profound yeah. when you said it. Though, I'm like, damn, that would be dope. You get in a situation, you're talking to someone, like, yo, what is it that you want? But to ask yourself that and take the initiative to communicate what you want don't put the person in a, in, in a position where they have to answer to you yeah but you take the initiative and say hey I'm looking for this in the relationship
0: yeah I mean it could go both I'm ways looking. right you yeah. can you can you can figure out what you want then ask them mm-hmm. and put it on them right or you know you can just let them know this is where I'm this is what I want how yes. you feel about that and I, I
1: think that's gonna avoid so many issues but to me I think the reason why because this is what I think of the friends that I've spoken to my friends that are women who have come to me with different situations know pretty early on that they're considering a relationship with the person they're dating. But they would be damned if they ever said that right? off the bat, right? right? And I think it's so important to say. But the reason why they won't say it, and I'm speaking to my friends, this is not everyone, some of them is that there's a fear that that's going to push them away. Yeah. But do you really want to be with someone?
0: That don't want to be with you?
1: Who don't want to be with you, one. <laughs> or if you were to tell them what you want, to be like, no, I don't want that. Why would you even want to bamboozle or trick somebody into a situation that they aren't willing to walk You ain't tricking, they into. tricking themselves, bro. I know they tricking themselves. We do the same thing. That's the problem. We 100% do the same yeah. thing because dudes will act like they want to be in a relationship with a chick and at the end of the day, they just trying to get the cookie. Yeah. You feel me? 100%. Like, straight up. Yeah. And I got some homies, bro, who are so 100, they'd be like, look, look, yeah. I'm just trying to get the cookie. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how many women... In their situation have appreciated that a lot more Yeah. there's there's, there's the, the headache of what typically happens where we all get caught up and get frustrated with people we're interested in is
0: removed bro now, part the of other shooting challenges your shot are there yeah. part of shooting your shot is being comfortable with the miss
1: whoo part of shooting your shot is being comfortable with the miss yeah she goes okay i ain't with it okay Bet. cool that I know this ain't the situation for, for me. Yeah. But to try and persuade someone into doing something without them knowing your true intentions is deceitful. Yeah. And we all are deceitful liars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing because, man, bro, we trick ourselves. We do. We, we be do. trying to convince ourselves to be with somebody because we think they're cool and we're good friends yeah. or whatever, whatever, knowing that, man, this may not be the move. Right. Or when we establish that, yo, we should be friends, but we be in too deep. Yeah. Because we both were honest with ourselves and each other and the other person from the get, and we and and that's how we find out, bro. I found myself in so many issues that way, bro. Yeah, you yeah, know, because I just wasn't bold enough to be like, "Yo, this is what I need right now." Yeah, some real you deep know? situationships, dog. <laughs> situationships, bro. Yeah. That's deep. That's yeah. good. That's yeah. good.
1: I think, man, that's a wonderful question to ask
0: yourself what
1: do what do i want and it's
0: not just relationships it's in general what man what do you want no and everything what is your
1: purpose like to me we gotta move with purpose in everything we do why am i in this room today yeah what is it that I'm setting out to do when I get to work? I'm going to this event. What am I hoping to gain? Or what's my purpose of going here? Right. I just want to relax and have a good time and yeah. do that. Yeah. You know what you're out there to do. Yeah. But when we start not being sure what it is, we start to be distracted by all the other things and we just go with the flow and it ends up messing up our flow. Yeah, Because we're going with the flow that isn't even ours. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? We're allowing someone else's flow to dictate what we want to do and where we go. And we can't live that way because then our... It's not in line with where we are and what we want for ourselves, so we're not going to find any peace in that because we're operating on something that isn't true to us. Yeah. That's so. Imp- we are so important to ourselves, and we got to start acting like it, dog.
0: Yeah, I mean, we got to be. We got to make sure that we're more. We're putting ourselves before everybody else. It brings me back to that. Uh, I remember watching that interview. You've seen this too before, um, Will and Jada, and Will was talking about. One of the biggest arguments he had with Jada was um, they were listing their priorities, and Will listed himself first, Jada second, and the kids third. And Jada was offended by that because she would list the kids first, Will second, and herself last. And herself. Right? Man. Because that just—that's just how much she loves them. She loves them more than himself, or the, or more than herself. And Will was expressing, "Bruh," like he called Jada "Bruh" too. No, I'm just playing. But Will was <laughs> expressing, um. It's like when you're on a plane they tell you to put your mask on first and then put everybody else's mask important. on important right because if you pass out you can't help nobody you're no good to nobody if you're not taken care of right so oh man i look at my relationships the same way bro like dog like if i don't feel like talking on the phone man i'm not talking on the phone if i don't feel like texting i'm not texting right if i don't feel like going nowhere i'm not going right. i've got to take care of me you know because of how volatile my life is and how sporadic you know my work is you know i've got to make sure that i'm taking care of my own facilities or else i can't be effective i ain't good for nobody right you do not want to hang with me when i'm having a bad day right same. and i'm all quiet and i don't want to talk and i'm irritable yeah and i'm just i'm, I'm testing you you don't want that
1: you don't want them you don't want that smoke brother <laughs> hey that's so good bro that's so good that i forgot my train of thought that quick <laughs> That's so good. <laughs>
0: hey, that's crazy. Hey, that's, hey, cra- hey, that's hey, crazy. Bro, that's crazy.
1: I hear you, Duh. bro. That's wild. Nah, you, you, you say that, and I think it's important to be aware that in doing that, not everybody's gonna rock with you. No. And that's okay. You choosing you first is gonna make a lot of people uncomfortable. And that's but we okay. stress so much how we want our environments to be with people who are for us and about us and gr- helping us grow that that process of choosing you if it weeds people out then that's exactly the process that listen, you've been asking listen,
0: for listen listen you you don't have to switch up to get people to like you i don't have to switch up to get people to like me
1: exactly i don't have to switch up to get people i just got to put it back into i so i can <laughs> hear it for myself when I listen but to not that. for
0: us like we like we try to change up you know because people are going to like us more and we try to cater our personalities to what what qualities about us are most desirable to other people right and the idea is man we are a lot of things on a lot of day on a, on different days yeah. at different times right. you ain't one thing there's no such thing as one one as, as consistency in as, as in like your, your character in a way mm-hmm. right there is and you know in the moral sense sure but as far as like who you are man you are a lot of different things yeah. i'm a i'm a father i'm a son i'm a friend i'm Multiple an actor identities. i'm a medic you know what i'm saying i am a writer i am a lot of things dog
1: you're a thought provocateur
0: all of that (laughs) you know what i'm saying and depending on where you meet me at what point in time you meet me you're gonna meet a different different version of myself the essence is still it's it's consistent but it's different versions this essence is articulated in different ways there it is throughout you know this experience in life there it is you know but people want to like change up and and you know try to be more desirable man bump all of that dog just be you and the people that that really love you are gonna rock with you, period. People may be uncomfortable with who you are, right? But the people that really rock with you are gonna be cool with it. They're gonna be, of cool. course. There's a line, man. If you some like you know fucking, ooh, I, I didn't mean to drop an f bomb in the podcast hey, or you you whatever. It. I did, my bad. But if you ain't like. If if you're like some creep, dog, like everybody don't need to be comfortable with you being a creep. Yeah. That's not the move. Yeah. However, but you know, (laughs) the parts of yourself that are just like you know genuine and true, man, like you you shouldn't have to change that up. Got to be authentic. If you had to change it up, that person ain't for you.
1: That ain't man. And once again, that's to me, when we start switching up who we are for the sake of the people around us, we're missing those opportunities to allow. Life to happen that it needs to happen. We start to get in the way of our own selves and our own success.
0: Bro, I mean, I think about collecting red flags. I think about artists, dog. You know, if what would happen if Kendrick, J. Cole, Jaden Smith, Will Smith, um, whoever, Jake Gyllenhaal, right, Tyler Perry, what if they were concerned about how they were perceived? Overly concerned with it. Mm. They wouldn't be able to create their art because they know so many people be let down by what they're doing. Right, right. Right. And the value system cannot be set up that way. Listen, this is Helping Homies Win the podcast, Tools to Lift Generation. Those of you that are rocking with us, I appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Please like. Please subscribe. uh, Please tell a friend. Please slide in our DMs and let us know what you think about these episodes. Yo, we love the conversation. We love y'all. Peace.
1: Peace.